Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? You are now tuned in to the industry, doctors. I am Dr. Cash. As always, I have my co-host with me, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, how are you today? Blessed and highly favored, as always, sir. How about yourself? Blessed, sir. We got another great episode of the industry, doctors. Before we jump into that, we want to give a shout-out to all our listeners tuning in right now all over the world, all over the 50 states. Don't forget to follow us and stay updated. Facebook, The Industry Doctors, Twitter, Industry Doctors, Instagram, Industry Doctors. Shout-out to our sponsors, Jimmy's Paint Shop. The 65 Connection, Media Combat, Star Marketing Moguls, and Leo Marketing. Anything you want to add real quick before we jump into our special guest, Dr. Phil? Uh, Just thank all the listeners and supporters. Keep on calling in, interacting with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Industry Doctors, The Industry Doctors. We thanks for all the support. Thanks all the sponsors. Thanks all the listeners. Definitely. Without you, there is no us. I'm going to jump into it. Hello, hi, how are you? <laughs> Tell us who you are, Hello. what you do, and how you started. I'm John Fisher. Hello? Hi, John. Yes, sir. I just wanted to make sure you were hearing me. I'm John Fisher, and... Yes. Um, I am part of what's known as the Fisher Investigation and the Unadulterated Universal Truth. The Unadulterated Universal Truth is a uh, book designed to expose um, generally accepted mind, Greco-Roman mind virus-infected ideas in our religious and political culture. Um, For an example, the Greeks over 2,400 years ago spent 600 years creating the mind virus infection that gods could be human by forcing the ancient world to uh, accept 
and physical character. I didn't quite hear you. Yes, I hear you. I'm saying take your time. But all right. But uh, forcing the ancient world religious cultures to um, create gods as human beings. Um, statutes. So uh, the reality is that we all and all the current religions of the world perceive gods as uh, anthropomorphic and as human characters when uh, this is really something that is uh, ridiculous and should be unacceptable to us. But uh, it's the way we look at it. I um, don't know whether that gives you a general idea of what what we're about, but that is the crux of what we're about. The Fisher investigation deals with um, the government's use of mind control technology on the mass public, whether it has has occurred and um, how do we expose it. Okay. Do you have any questions? Uh, yes, and like what that? are some techniques? Yes, and what are your some of the techniques that you're using to expose it right now? Um, well, mind doc- I mean, uh, <laughs> industry doctors is uh, one of the techniques that we've used. We also have a uh, blog. Um, on medium.com, John Lee Fisher Jr., which is uh, primarily the information contained in the manuscript book, the unadulterated universe. Um, this last night we dealt with the issue of um, hang on. get that up and if you would go to the to uh, medium dot com. Mr. Fisher, um, John can you Lee please Fisher. speak into the mic? Okay. If you go to John Lee Fisher Junior at medium dot com, you'll find um the story The Proper Political Management of the Mantle of Our Nation's Constitutional Precepts government political provisions to provide uh, governmental political positions to ensure Republican political principles are purpose and for the U which means U.S. Mr. John, I think you're in a bad area. I think you're in a bad area. You're breaking up real badly, sir. Don't mean to cut you off. Let me uh, let me call you another one. Doctor Phil. Yes, sir. Dr. Phil? This is a very interesting uh, book, Mr. Fisher, that you do have. I'm not sure if he's still with us. We were having technical difficulties. Hey, I was really trying to see there you go. some of he's the. Back. I was, I was really trying to see some of the techniques 
that were being used to brainwash, if we could go more into detail on that note. Yes, let's go deep. Deep into the rabbit hole. I guess we're going to, we're waiting on Mr. Fisher. While we wait for Mr. Fisher. Let's talk about today's modern day. I mean, Dr. Cash, what, what I'm saying is technology. You know, I'm, I don't yeah, want to I cut mean, you off, Dr. Phil. Go I'm ahead. Sir. Uh, it's just, you know, a lot of the commercials we watch, uh, you know, the music we listen to almost is suggestive thinking, you know. And it has a lot, to, you know, uh, it was a piece that came on uh, that I had saw, came across one of my blogs, and it was saying um, almost what uh, Mr. John Fisher was talking about. It's like a subliminal message out there, you know. And when we're talking about biblical even biblical aspects of things. Um, of course, you know, we should have a faith, a trust in a higher power, you know, but um, it's just so many spins been put on things with, you know, the King James Version. And, you know, anytime a king is trying to rule his kingdom, you know, which that was kind of the rule of the land, if you will, in past times. Um, servants and slaves is kind of, you know, a thin line to really tread right there. So, you know, bamboozling and things of that nature, bullying, I've never been a, a mass supporter of, I don't condone in. Um, we should all better ourselves and treat others as we would like to be treated. You know, that's the rules of land, the rules of nature. But anytime the powers that be want to have control of a society, it's different techniques that would have to be incorporated to make sure the rule of the land even was able to exist. So on that note, it's all about your faith, your heart, your mind, and, you know, what you're willing to do about it. Dr. Cash? Definitely. It all starts with thyself. Without thyself, the man in the mirror, you cannot make no change if you can't change yourself first. And there you have it. Is John Fisher still with us, Doctor Phil? Hello. Mr. Fisher. I'm not sure if Dr. we're having technical Dr. difficulties. Did we lose Mr. Fisher? Did we lose Mr. Fisher? We, it was a very entertaining book. Uh, we're going to definitely have to follow up with Mr. Fisher. But definitely, you know, 
Can you pass him the Something mic? To check maybe out. He, maybe he can use your mic. Do you think that's possible? Um, Do you think you can share the mic with Mr. Fisher? I'm always willing to share the mic, <laughs> sir. I'm in my office right at this second. Um, you know, I wasn't planning on making any house calls, but you know, anything you know is possible. Don't worry, Dr. Phil. That's my son. Sunday. Let's get into this song by you. Right, featuring six Trey G. While we figure out what's going on with Mr. Fisher, actually, let's get into this call. Okay, hold on one second. Two five six five zero three. Hello, hi. How are you? Yes, yes. This is John Fisher. I'm returning the call. And hopefully okay. this reception will be better. Okay, yes, sir, Mr. Fisher. Hold, I'm glad hold on uh, one we second, are over Mr. the technical Fisher. difficulties. All right. Hold on one second, Mr. Fisher. One second. Two five six nine eight zero. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm fine. How are you? We're blessed. How are you enjoying the show today? Um, it's it's a little. It's a little live. I like it so far. It's live, right? We're lit. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely well, want to thank you for calling into the industry doctors today. Um, I was interested in seeing, Mr. Fisher, what were some of the techniques that were being used in the mind control uh, in your book? Um, well, we're talking about um, the improper use of uh, Foods. Oh, that's cool. That's good. Yes. What so, is in the improper use of foods, though? That's what I was wondering. Can you go more into detail? Hello, Mr. Fisher? Well, we do have My our special technical. guest. Yes, we have our special guest. And then we have a guest caller. Uh, why don't you just introduce yourself real quick and what do you do, and then we'll try and see what's going on with Mr. Fisher. Okay, that's me, right? Yes, that's you. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Duh, that's me. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I'm Xena, that's X-Z-E-N-I-A-A, a.k.a. Z-Z, mm-hmm. and that's X-I-X-I. What I do, um, I sing and I write songs. Actually, a local artist right now. Um, do shows here and there, but I do have cool. an EP coming out real soon. So, okay. what's the name of your EP? We're we're going with emotional disaster right now. Mm. That's awesome. What in, what inspired the title? Okay. Well, I have. There will be about. Seven or eight songs on there. I'm not sure if I want to stick with seven, but all of them are just different emotions. You get a different piece of ZZ in each song. Um, So I just wanted to, you know, kind of put a title with what was going on with the music and, you know, emotional disaster. Like, it's it's the music, they're everywhere. The lyrics are everywhere. So 
very okay. emotional. I'm, I'm thinking a lot of people will feel that part of it. And the disaster comes in because in this first EP, what I'm doing is putting them together. And, you know, that's kind of, you know, deadly for those out there who won't be listening to it. <laughs> Definitely. We don't, we don't mean to put you on the spot, Dr. Phil. It's just like trying to get you on the light right now. We know, you know, we do want to hear more about you and your project coming out. But don't hang up. Stay on the line. We're going to get okay. back into Mr. Fisher and see if he's back. Mr. Fisher, are you with us? Yes. Yes. Okay, Mr. Fisher, we're back. Talk to us, Mr. Right. Fisher. Uh, we left off with the uh, blog, The Proper Political Management of the yes. Mammal of Our Nation's Constitutional Precepts, Governmental Political Provisions political provisions to ensure citizen equality and ethical democratic republican political principles are purposely and specifically designed for U.S. citizens to be constitutionally literate and sufficiently economically competent, I mean intellectually competent, Enough to individually recognize and personally defend our constitutional rights and intellectually and emotionally mature enough to allow scientific reasoning, truth, and integrity to prevail in our religious, cultural, political, social lives upon our graduation from high school. And this is an issue for the whole country because the country has not invested enough public education to make us constitutionally literate and competent enough to defend our constitutional rights. So the government just takes whole scale um, um, disadvantages and uses us politically to serve its purposes and ends, which are usually unconstitutional. Um, the issue is that we should be able to basically defend our constitutional rights in a judicial proceeding and 9% of us and I would think somewhere in the neighborhood of 99% of us cannot do it we don't know what our constitutional rights are and we don't know how to defend them that's, that's and this was a big problem for the uh, founding fathers because what happened was 50 years after founding another country, we forsook all of the uh, constitutional principles that the country was founded on. And we became a people, a people imbued with religious, cultural, and political traditions based on lies. And the biggest one is our religious culture. Uh, so when you're speaking founder. of the religious culture, I'm not trying hold to cut you off. Hold on, hold on. I have one question, though. When you're speaking of the religious culture, <laughs> we were just talking about this when we got disconnected because I was just talking about King James and the history of King James. And, you know, he was a king, and he was reigning over his constituents, and he did come with a version of the Bible. 
Now, yes. if you're a king coming with a version of the Bible to your constituents that you want to be followers and you're telling them this is the book we want you to live by and you wrote yep. this book or you had it doctored or however you had it presented to your followers or kingdom, that uh, this is all going into what you're talking about. So I want to get your view on that aspect and I know you are a man of great knowledge, and I just wanted to know how you felt about this topic. Well, um, King James is a late edition of the uh, scriptures, of the ancient Judaic um, scriptures. And it's basically how the scriptures, a different view of how the scriptures were originally interpreted. The first Christians were Gnostic Jews, and in 323 A.D., the Roman Emperor Constantine uh, created what we now know as patristic Christianity, and it was a Christianity based on uh, Jesus being a human being where for 4,000 years before uh, in Gnostic Christianity, Jesus was perceived as an allegory, and God was perceived as an allegory representing perfect and complete scientific knowledge, where Jesus was an allegory or symbol for perfect and immutable scientific law, while the word of God was, was, was symbolized by the perfect application of perfect and immutable law, which created the indelible infallible word of God. In other words, wow. the perfect application of perfect in, I mean perfect and I mean perfect and immutable scientific law is infallible and cannot be denied. In other words, God does not what he wants to do, but what he has promised to do through the perfect mm. application of perfect and immutable scientific law which is the word of God and not our religious scriptures. This was the original perception of religion. And that's the, way I like to per that's the way I perceive it now, Mr. Fisher, as you should line up with your head of Christ. Everything else will trickle down from there as far as family, finance, and you have to be rooted and grounded and walk as God would walk, treat people yeah. as you would like to be treated, and... Yeah. You are lining up with the divine high, if you will. Yeah. And yeah, everything but, else will line up and everything yeah. will take care of itself, you know. But the worst yeah. part of the of the um Greco Roman mind virus infection is that we perceive God as a human being. We don't perceive it in the spiritual nature that it was originally Intended to be perceived as So we are somewhat Immoral and unethical And integralist uh, Integrityless In uh, Our religious Perceptions I always kind of viewed the Bible As us As Jesus Walking through this world Maybe even hell if you will Where you can be Judged and prosecuted And then you know As we had to go through the lynchings Many years ago So you know which represents the cross 
You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Hell and that Heaven and hell is on this earth anyway. So, yeah, we all go through it. Yes. Well, go that ahead, Mr. Fisher. That was the point of uh, Gnostic Christianity, that heaven and hell were both here on the earth, that you create, that you uh, live in heaven when you can act, know and accurately apply the scientific laws. And if you do not know and cannot accurately apply the scientific laws, you live in hell because you live in torment and suffering. And ignorance is sin. The absence of accurate scientific information is sin, which produces hell. In this case, not in some far distant uh, uh, asylum where you will have uh, perfect peace and harmony, but in this life, and the ignorance of that fact. is destroying a lot of people emotionally and psychologically. But it's turning to the drug use, and I'm not trying to cut you off, but that is where the opiate... That is where the opiate use is coming in, and I'm not trying to cut you off, Mr. It Fisher, is. but yeah. it's an epidemic of opiates right now. But it comes from the cycle, the uh, chemical imbalance, like you're saying, of not living right. Then you will quickly run to a drug to almost self-medicate yourself, and yeah. really you are still hurting yourself in the end. You know what I mean? Because you're just clouding your judgment, and like like Mr. Fisher just said, ignorance is, you know, still sin, if you will. And, you know, when sin is there, the devil is there. The thing that most people don't don't understand and realize is that um, um, most drug use is a substitute for religion. Most people that... Seriously addicted with drugs, uses as a substitute for their religion. They are medicating themselves to heal from some of the emotional and psychological pain that they endure. And you'll find that most people that believe that Jesus is a human being uh, find great difficulty in uh, curing themselves of addictions. That's what the, the, only comes the only thing that benefits from addiction is the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind controls the conscious mind or triggers the conscious mind. And um, this is where the relief comes in. Mr. Fisher, I have two yes. questions for you real quick. All right. Two questions real quick. Okay, so what do you consider your religion to be? Um, I refer to myself as a Gnostic deist. Um, okay. We primarily so deal you, with God yeah, on a go spiritual ahead. basis, which is intellectual. Okay. God, as we re- uh, recognize God as perfect and complete scientific knowledge that is always available and the perfect application of is infallible. God promised to Abraham 
was that his word would not fail. And that was a substitute for um, animal sacrifice. Another problem we have in the religious culture is that we believe that we can get out on our knees and talk to God. And this also is not true. Um, in ancient times, prayer was the movement of thought through the mind for a specific purpose, the application of the mind and the hand to scientific laws for the accomplishment of desired objectives. So if my desired objective is to go to town, then I have to apply scientific laws that will perfectly get me there. And this is what prayer is about. Mr. Fisher, can, can I ask yes. you one more question? And then, yes, please. Unfortunately, we do have to cut it short because we're going to be sopranos if we don't cut it short. <laughs> yeah. Understand. What made you? What made you get into this? As far as the, the teaching and just getting to this knowledgeable base of information. Because some well, people, like even for me, I don't like going too deep into the rabbit hole because like at the end of the day, it's like if you can't do nothing, then you rather just, you know, just trying to just take care of your own self to a degree. Right. You, you yeah. get what I'm saying? So I want to know yeah. what, what made you get into all of this? Um, problems in my personal life. I came from a... Um, um, a family that had four general, five generations of uh, patristic Christian ministers, and I was brought up in the patristic, in the patristic Christian tradition, and trained to become a patristic Christian minister. But my grandfather was a uh, Gnostic Christian who um, just detested patristic Christianity. And uh, early in life, he had some influences on me. Even though I was being trained to be a patristic Christian minister and a patristic Christian scholar, uh, questions he would ask me about things, like I told him once, uh, sex, uh, about people aren't supposed to have sex before marriage. And my grandfather said to me, Nobody buys a pig in the poke. In other words, nobody buys a pig in the sack. And uh, things like that just affected me. And I had problems trying to reconcile the principles and conditions of patristic Christianity to the realities of life. So, um, for instance, like prayer. I was having all these um, prayer sessions and Nothing was being accomplished like I expected to because I believe in mysticism and, and magic of prayer rather than the realities of it. So I found myself emotionally and psychologically taxed all the time, and I spent a great deal of time in uh, sabbaticals trying to answer questions for myself. And in the course of doing that, one of my friends uh, who was well-educated, um, calling me Prophet John because I was unwilling to share the information that I was 
uh, digging up because I was primarily doing it for myself personally. And uh, I eventually put together uh, what we call the words of wisdom from Prophet John and the unadulterated universal truths. So that's primarily awesome. how we got into it. Okay. But I would encourage okay. anybody to go to medium.com, John B. Fisher Jr. Right. at medium.com and uh, look at some of my ideas, and I'm sure you'll find answers to some of your questions. Mr. Fisher, we really appreciate having you on here. I don't want to get cut off. Uh, yeah. This is this was a great episode, a great interview. We do appreciate your time. Yes. Dr. Phil? And you just got your dose. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.